Hi, I'm Kerry. I'm the host of Best of Us Investors. And yesterday I did a video <clears throat> and it was, uh, will the U.S. dollar crash? And I shared with you some, some numbers of where our currency is going and how it got there and where I think it will go relative to other assets. I want to go a little bit deeper into it and basically share with you my thoughts on what's going to happen in our economy and how I'm going to position myself to profit from it and how I think you should. I want to give credit where credit is due, though. Um, whether you liked Donald Trump or not as a president, he was a businessman and, and he behaved for better or worse, he behaved as a businessman. He gave us some insights into economics that I don't think most people really recognize. He, he used terms like devaluation of currency. He talked about trade wars. He basically was a negotiator of uh, trying to put our country in a strong economic position. Whether you have issues with him beyond that is really irrelevant. Uh, what's important is to learn from it and analyze what's happened and what is going to happen and then position yourself to take advantage of it. We have a lot of things going on right now. And so that's what I want to do in this video and future videos help you make better investment decisions by helping you understand what's going on in our economy and in, in, in truly in our world so that you can position your assets currently. What I want to talk about today is how I see uh, the U.S. dollar, the United States and its economic position relative to the rest of the world and what I think is going to happen, and how I think if you will recognize this, you can be in a position to make an awful lot of money as this major change occurs. But you've got to understand why it's happening. So let's talk about that, and let's put it in terms that you can easily understand. Okay, I'll be right back. Let's get rid of I'm not your financial advisor. But but while they're doing that, subscribe and um and and give the like button if you like these kind of videos. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Let's put it in terms we can understand. Let's assume that we, you, make $100,000 a year and you spend $128,000 a year, okay? That basically describes our country, that our GDP and our debt, our incurrence of debt, we're incurring debt at a 28% greater then we are having income. So again, I say you make a hundred thousand, you spend a hundred and twenty-eight thousand. Well, you can't go on forever like that. You 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 will eventually. Uh, your creditors will say you're you're not worth what we're lending you, and they will foreclose and bankrupt you. 
Well, that's the situation that the United States finds itself in today. Is this something new? Yeah. In night, it's it's currently a 128% um, uh, spending to debt to GDP. In 1960, it was 52%. In 1980, it was 34%. In 2000, it was 57%. And now it's 128%. Again, bring it to your household. That's the predicament you're in. What can you do other than filing bankruptcy to correct this situation? You've got to increase your income. What does that mean? That means you either got to get a raise or you got to get a second job. Okay? So you understand that if you if you stay on the path you're on, you're going to file bankruptcy. That's true of the United States government as well. If they stay on the path they are, that they're there is a 28 and a growing disparity in the in the amount of money they're generating as opposed to the debt that they're incurring. Their creditors will basically call them due and say, we're not lending you any more money. Who is that? Basically, right now, it's Japan and China. So how do they avoid that? Once you understand this, once you understand how they avoid bankruptcy and, and Japan and China calling their debt, you will know how to invest your money because your money is dependent upon the success of the U.S. economy. So what are, what are the choices? Well, one and the one that they have chosen is to print more money. Well, now you say, wait a second, how is that going to, how is that going to improve our financial situation? It's just like you getting another job. You've got more money coming in. What that does also is it devalues your currency. You will remember, I believe it was in July of 2018, um, Trump said China is cheating. They are artificially devaluing their currency so to make their products cheaper than ours. And thus we end up in a trade deficit with them because we're buying more products from them than they're buying from us. Trump gave you a look into how the economy works. So by us printing more money, we devalue our currency. So our currency becomes cheaper relative to the euro, which it is. It becomes cheaper relative to the yuan. It comes cheaper rather relative to the yen. So in S or the pound sterling. So our exports go up. Now our debt stays the same. So in your world, what we're doing is we're keeping our $128,000 of debt, but we're increasing our income to $200,000. Now our debt is still big, but it isn't out of whack with our income. So the bank says, Carrie, you're okay. You're okay. So Ray, who this morning, we have a, a Monday morning um, and, a, and a Friday afternoon uh, live session on our Discord. Ray asked me, will the country, will the government stop printing money? No, they can't. 
They have to devalue our currency so our goods and services are cheaper relative to the same goods and services in other countries. Does that make sense? Okay. So now the other thing they have to do to to raise GDP is to get you to buy more goods and services. Well, how do they do that? They print more money. They keep interest rates low. They actually punish you by through low interest rates for saving money, for putting money into a savings account or a CD, whatever a CD is. And they punish you and basically say, you need a bigger color TV. You need a bigger printer. You need a bigger print uh, um, uh, uh, computer screen. Carrie, spend more money. Invest more money. That, again, is you look at the pandemic was was the terrible, the worst thing that has ever happened to this country in its history. And yet the stock market boomed. Why? Because the country printed more money and you invested it, which thus then increased the GDP, made our companies worth more, gave them the more money to produce goods and service at lower prices as a result of technology and, and, and sell more than, than we import. Does that make sense? So the government is basically incentivizing you to spend more money, which raises their GDP, which lowers their GDP to debt ratio, which makes their currency stronger. Does this make sense? Now, let's say that they need to actually do it, do more. What they will do is lower interest rates even further. Remember when we got to a, to a negative interest rate? There are countries in this world right now who will actually lend you money for a mortgage at a negative interest rate. That's true. You go in, you buy a house, and the government sends you a check every month paying you for borrowing money. That's negative interest rates. Okay. What they're trying to get you to do is to spend more money. To go to Kmart, remember the, uh, uh, it, it's the song, The Dire Straits, um, money for nothing and chicks for free. That's what the government's doing. They're giving you money for nothing No, I don't. They're not getting into the chicks thing just yet Um, so that you will spend more money, drive up our GDP and make our debt less relevant. Okay, that's what's happening. So you also heard Trump mention the words trade wars. That's what he was referring to. We are getting in a war to who has the lowest valued currency relative to other currencies so that our goods and services are more attractive to your citizens, German citizens. American goods are more attractive than German goods. So they buy American goods rather than German goods. So it's a race to the bottom. That's in essence what it is. You knowing that 
Now you need you need to say, what am I going to do as an investor to take advantage of it? The other thing, why would why would this do why would they do this? You need to understand the most important objective of every elected official in in Washington or in Moscow or in London or in Beijing is to get reelected. Well, the way you get reelected is to stimulate the economy and make give you the comfort to buy a bigger color TV. So, where as an investor do you fit into this? How do you profit from it? If our assets are going to, if our currency is going to be deflated, you need to not hold deflatable assets. That would be cash. What are in what are then assets that will, as the dollar comes down in value, as other currencies come down, what will go up in value? The number one on the list has to be real estate. I don't care really where you live. Look at what your house was worth three years ago and what it's worth now. If you don't know, go to Zillow and ask Zillow, put in your address and Zillow will come back with an estimate of what your house is worth relative to the other houses in your neighborhood that have sold and they'll tell you. And you ask yourself, has it gone up in value? Yes, it will. And it will continue. The next asset you should consider is gold. Okay. From there, and I'm not a big gold buyer. Uh, I don't, I don't want the burden of carrying it. Now I do have some silver and I have some silver coins and things of that nature. But then if I want to keep up with inflation uh, and the devaluing of the dollar, I need to invest in stocks, in growth stocks, stocks that are going to grow faster than the dollar is going to devalue. Now, to me, that's technology. That's technology. That technology creates efficiency. Efficiency creates greater margins. Greater margins creates better value. If you've been to my channel, you know who that is to me. That's uh, Apple, Amazon, Google, Microsoft, Facebook, and Tesla. That's my big six. From there, then I look at it and say, all right, let's put new technology. Let's put things that are happening into the equation. And where do I want the rest of my portfolio? I want it in the assets that are going to benefit from this trade war we're talking about, from this devaluation of the dollar to make our goods and services better. That means we've got to bring, we've got to have goods and services. So we've got to bring manufacturing back to the United States. And that to me is 3D printing and robotics. That's another video. Then I need to recognize there is a new world order as a result of some events that have happened. And that is the coronavirus, which is going to change our approach towards medic medicine medic and delivery of healthcare. That's biotech. And then the other thing that I need to recognize 
is that cybersecurity is becoming a more important part of our society. So I'm investing in real estate. I'm investing in buy in, in the big data and in, in the, the, the big stocks that are going to benefit from advancements in, in technology, big data, artificial intelligence, quantum computing. And then I need to recognize, if you watched yesterday's video, you know the destruction of a currency and the position of a company is war. Okay, war. Let's talk about it. Are we at war? Yes, we are. We are at war. We are at a we are involved in a uh, biological warfare. We are involved in a cyber warfare. The, the recognition is, though, no one's going to declare a war. They're just going to attack. Now, I am not saying, and do not read into this, that the pandemic was an act of war, that it was a biological attack. What it did was alert our enemies of every country that this is a this is the new weapon of choice. It is the new weapon of choice. It's not flying airplanes into into the trade center. It is not putting a death vest on and getting on an airplane or walking into a restaurant or or the Super Bowl or dropping a bomb on the Super Bowl. It is not. The weapon of choice is now one of two: bio warfare or cyber warfare. Recognizing that and accepting that, you need to recognize the new world order. And as I said in yesterday's video, what we just saw last week in, 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 in Joe going to London and meeting with the, 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 the seven other countries and then going to, to uh, Geneva, Switzerland and meeting with Boris was basically the, uh, the equivalent of the meeting that occurred in July of 1945 after World War II, where the leaders of the world got together and said, this can never happen again. And we came to the current new world order. We are now stepping into the next world order. And as a result of the recognition that we have a new enemy, and, and let me put that in context. Let's assume some of the movies that you've watched that this is not bio-warfare and this is not cyber-warfare. This is Godzilla, or this is an invasion from outer space. What would happen? Would all the countries in the world unite together very quickly and say, we've got to stop this. We've got to come together to stop this. I think that's a given. So let's take this negative and turn it into a positive. We have on in front of us World War III, biological and, and uh, cyber. And that's a damn negative. Let's turn it into a positive. The powers of the world put down their differences and say, We've got to stop this. And we've got to come together to make sure this is not the destruction of civilization. That's where we're at. 
This is not a movie. This is not a horror movie. This is the world today. Now, what happens next? How much is our currency worth? How much is their currency worth? Do you think this might be the start of a international currency that has limited that has has value? Do we go back to the gold standard or do we step into the world today of Bitcoin? I don't know. And don't ask me to tell you because I don't know. What I do know is what I'm seeing happen and where I think it's going. I don't know the end result. I know where I need to invest. We've just covered that. So I think you need to know where you invest. What I think we need now, and we're not going to be able to do it, is to get the U.S. government to join our Discord and exchange ideas with us. Because they're, nowhere else are they talking about this. You haven't heard this from anyone else. Because, and I asked Nita, why aren't they telling us this? And she said, because if, I, if they did, the world would go into panic and the stock market would crash because of fear. That's why they're not telling you this. I'm telling you this. But I only have 148,000 subscribers. So we aren't going to set the world into panic. But what we are to the 148,000 of us we're going to figure out what's going to happen before it happens and invest where we should to benefit from it. That's what Best of Us Investors is all about. Exchanging ideas, connecting the dots before the whole puzzle gets put together, S examining this piece and that piece and seeing how it relates and how it fits together. Okay, that's this video. I have another video channel called Best of Us in Retirement. It's a lot easier. It's a lot easier on me. All I do is, a sh is I share my knowledge as a, as a financial advisor. Uh, Gabe wrote me and he wants to, he wants to retire early. He, he and his wife both are expecting an, a pension. They have some, some ass, other assets. But more importantly, they have a, a mentally challenged son and they want to provide for that son and they want some guidance on how they should treat their pensions, how they should treat their 401ks, how they should treat their social security and how they should provide for their son who's probably going to outlive them for 20 years. So that's the video I'm going to make right after I finish this one. And that's going to be on Best of Us in Retirement on YouTube. So that's what my day looks like. And oh yeah, and tomorrow I get on an airplane and I fly to Boston to meet with a hedge fund um, manager, owner, young man who's building a hedge fund, who thinks kind of the way I do about the future in technology 
and how the world is going to change. So that'll be coming probably later in the week and this weekend. So I got a busy day. I got to go, but I'll talk to you again tomorrow, I'm sure.